your ability for your word. We ask God that you would speak to us tonight and encourage us and strengthen us. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> we are so delighted to be here tonight. So delighted to be in the house of God. Give special honor to your good pastor his wife. We also give our highest respect to the bishop and Mama Bishop. And um, it's just wonderful to be here today. I respect the men of God that are sitting on the platform and all of God's people in this sanctuary. As I walked here this evening, there were people praying and I felt God in this house. And I thank God that there are still places on planet earth where you can go and still feel the presence of God. And so tonight, my wife and I, I can say we are blessed to be here. And thank you, Pastor, for allowing us to come and for making us to feel part of God's family in Bakersfield. God bless you. You may be seated. Before my wife comes to sing, I would like to share with you briefly on some of the good things that God is doing on the continent of Africa. Between October last year, 2019, and December 2019, I saw what God did for us. And in my heart, I purposed that I will give a testimony of what God is able to do. Particularly when it comes to enhancing his kingdom. My wife and I and um, a few other brethren from Nairobi, in October we traveled to the country of the Democratic Republic of Congo. We were there for five days in the city of Lubumbashi. I have my young sister. She's actually our baby sister in our family. She runs a small business in Congo. She comes from a oneness church in Kenya. And so she's been talking to these Trinitarian preachers in Congo. <clears throat> and she told them, she said, I want invite my brother to come and speak to you the truth. So we made arrangement. 
we went there and we met quite a number of pastors, including their bishops. Five days of teaching and preaching. And on the last day of our meeting them, we went to a river and we were glad to baptize 87 Trinitarian preachers and bishops. In the only saving name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Throughout the meetings the whole week, we witnessed over 200 people receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We did not take count on the last day of the conference, the altar was full of people. I was standing in front trying to pray for people and we witnessed a hunger in the hearts of the people. People are pushing just to get a touch from the servants of God. While standing up there at the platform, some of them were pulling on my trousers down there. Some of them were removing my hand from the head of, I'm praying for somebody, they pull your hand, they put on their head, they just want a touch of God. And there were many that got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Whereas I believe that we serve a God who heals diseases, we serve a God who is able to deliver people from any form of bondage. But I believe the greatest miracle that God can do in a person's life is to be able to save them and to fill them with the gift of the Holy Ghost. We came back home and we had... Um, a youth conference in the western part of our country last year but one I came in contact with a bishop who has over 50 churches from western Kenya right next to the border of Kenya and Uganda I've been working with that bishop for some time. And last year in April, during our Apostolic Union Summit in Nairobi, we baptized that bishop with six of his leaders in the only saving name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And during the youth conference last year, that is in December, he brought close to 100 young people to the meeting. 
on the third day of the youth conference, very early in the morning, on a rainy season, we took 73 of those young boys and young girls to the river and baptized them in the only saving name of our Lord Jesus Christ. During the daytime service, we witnessed over 60 of them receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We also traveled to a city towards Kenya and Sudan border in the same month. We had a meeting with a group of also Trinitarian preachers and we baptized over 20 of them in the name of Jesus Christ. As we were trying to just take a human count between October and December last year, we witnessed over 400 Trinitarian preachers and their followers being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. We give God all the glory. We give God all the glory for what he has done for us. Amen. And now we have begun a new year. And God is still working on the continent of Africa. I have testimonies after testimonies. Not of how many blind, natural blind eyes that God opened, even though I have seen him open blind eyes. But I have testimony after testimony of how many people have been preaching false doctrine and today, God has brought them into his marvelous light. It is by his grace and it's by his love. And I want to thank our brothers and sisters in this part of the world who have continued to pray for us and have even given us support to be able to reach to these people. When you convert a bishop and convert members of his team, then you have like 50 new babies in Christ. Though they have been preachers, but then you realize how much people out there do not know their Bible. You realize how much people out there have been fed on false teaching. Every day you step in an apostolic church that preaches and teaches the Bible, you ought to be very thankful to God. Because out there, there are very many hungry souls that are being fed on false religion, being fed on false interpretation of the scriptures, being fed things that cannot be authenticated in God's word. 
It's not because we are better than them, but it's purely by the love of God and the grace of God that some of us can say, once we were blind, but today we see. Once we were bound, but today we are free. It's purely by the grace of God. And so we have enormous responsibility to be able to go back to those places and to set satellite Bible training centers so that we can be able to train as many preachers as possible before the return of the Lord. We are not building an everlasting kingdom on this earth. We are building a kingdom to come. And that's what makes us happy to know that soon and very soon, the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Not every time I travel, I'm able to travel with my wife. For both of us to travel together, sometimes it's a, a expensive, very, not sometimes, but it's always expensive. And so in most cases, I will travel perhaps by myself. But I thank God that God has made it possible for both of us to travel to come here. And um, we do have a program we call a Rafiki program. The word Rafiki is a Swahili word which means a friend. In this program, we do our very best to help needy children, particularly from our churches which are in the slum areas. Kenya has one slum called Kibera. In that slum, we have a lot of needy children. And my wife, professionally, she's an attorney. She's uh, an advocate of the High Court of Kenya and a practicing attorney in our country. So she sings, she sells the CDs, and all the proceeds that come from the CDs that she sells goes into an account to help those needy children of our country. As of today, we have 150 children that are beneficiaries of the Rafiki Foundation. And so she's not singing and she's not selling those CDs to make money for herself. But she sings to glorify God. And every CD that is bought, it helps a child perhaps to get school fees and or to put a meal on the table for that child and sometimes to provide school uniform for that child. And so I thank God that she's able to travel with me and I want her to come. She has a, a CD that she's, uh, re she recorded not long ago. And so she'll be singing two short choruses from that CD. She has them. If you would wish to pick one, um, I'm sure the pastor will give you direction. But we want you to worship God as she sings. She's singing to glorify the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's always a privilege to be in the house of the Lord. And I always look forward to coming into the house of the Lord. As Pastor said, sometimes you may be feeling you're tired, your body is low, your spirit is low. But the best place to be when you're in that state is in the house of the Lord. Because in the house, as David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. In the house, there is peace. In the house, there is joy. In the house, your heart will be lifted up. In the house, there is everything that you need when you bring it before the Lord. And so I thank God for this particular house of the Lord. When I came in, I felt my spirit was lifted up. I love the Lord and everything about the Lord. Singing for him, talking about his goodness, where he brought me from, up to where I am today. It's all because of the grace of God. The reason why my music, the proceeds of my music, goes to those needy children, some of them are orphans, is because myself, I grew up in the slums. And I know what slum life means. Those children, many times they have nothing to eat. Many times I went to bed on an empty stomach. Many times, of course, we, we didn't even have a proper house. We had a 10 by 10 and seven of us with a mother, single mother, mud floor. All we could put on the floor to sleep on was a mat. One blanket, seven of us, we just cover our feet. Walked on barefoot. We could not even afford to go to school. I had to go and work as a house girl from age 10 in order to raise my own school fees to be able to go to school. And so when I remember that, I know what those kids go through. And I said, God, you've given me a voice and I can use this voice to help a child, to help a needy child somewhere. And so it is always my joy when I know I can worship the Lord and through worshiping the Lord, somebody can be helped. And so God has been good to me. And today I'll be singing two choruses. One talks about who has the final say in our lives. You may be sick. The doctors will look at you and they will say, there is no cure for this disease. But I've seen God resurrect even the dead. Because Jesus has the final say. And when Jesus says yes, nobody can say no.
when he says yes, no devil, no demon, no doctor can say no. Because his word is final. And then the final part of the song says we serve a big, 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 big God. He cannot be contained. He's so big. He is a saving God. He's a loving God. He's a faithful God. He's a mighty God. He's a healing God. And he's all in all because he's a big God. And so as we sing, we'll sing together as we worship. In Africa, we sing and dance and jump and make noise and allulate and do everything because we do everything for God. So you can join me, jump and dance and just worship the Lord because it's all for the glory of the Lord. We are practicing what we'll be doing in heaven. I don't think they'll be preaching in heaven. It will all be singing and dancing for the Lord. Praise the Lord.
506. Jehovah turns my life around. Jehovah turns my life around. He makes a way where there is no way. Jehovah, the final six. Jehovah turns my life around. Jehovah turns my life
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. We serve a God who never fails. We serve a God who never fails. We serve a God who never fails. He never fails. He never fails. Forevermore, we serve a God who never fails. We serve a God who never fails. We serve a God who never fails. He never fails. He never fails. Forevermore, He's Jehovah. He never fails. He's Jehovah. He never fails. We serve a God who never fails. He never fails. He never fails. Forevermore. Jehovah Rapha. He never fails. Jehovah Rapha. He never fails. We serve a God who never fails. He never fails. He never fails. Forevermore. Jehovah Jireh, he never fails. Jehovah Jireh, he never fails. We serve a God who never fails. He never fails. He never fails. Forevermore. We serve a God who never fails. We serve a God who never fails. We serve a God who never fails. He never fails, he never fails, forevermore. We serve a God who never fails, we serve a God who never fails, we serve a God who never fails, he never fails, he never fails,
Yes, let's lift up our hands one more time to the glory of God. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Oh, God, have your way in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew chapter number two. Gospel of Matthew chapter number two. I'll read up few verses from verse number one. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and I come to worship him. And when Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. And thou Bethlehem in the land of Judah. Art not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor. That shall rule my people Israel. 
Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. When ye have found him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him the gifts of gold and frank incense and Mary, and being warned of God in a dream, that they should not return to Herod. They departed into their own country another way. For the next few minutes, by the grace of God, from these passages that I've read, I want to speak on being able to move when God moves, rather knowing the moving of God. Would you stretch your hand and pray for me that God will help me to find the right words to speak to his people. Father, I thank you tonight that you will minister to us by your Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. And I worship you, Jehovah God. Touch us tonight in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And God bless you. Be seated. <clears throat> the birth of Jesus Christ. Does occupy a lot of pages. In the Old Testament. Prophetically the prophets spoke about his coming. They spoke about his birth. They spoke about his ministry. They spoke about his death. The Jews were waiting for a Messiah. They had all the qualified men that could have pinpointed to them the place, the time when the Messiah would be born. But they all, they all had their own set of minds. They had their own expectations. They had defined him in their own human ability. Here are the scribes. Here are the priests. Here are the wise men that surrounded the king. Yet they were oblivious of the moving of the spirit of God. When God was moving, they could not even comprehend it. 
they could not understand when God was doing something spectacular in the land. And that same kind of a spirit is in our world today. I don't want to come in the house of God with a set mind. I don't want to step in a place of worship with a predetermined imagination. But I want to come to the house of God with an open heart. I want to come to the house of God with a desire and a hunger in my spirit. That God, as I come to your house, I am open to understand your moving. I am open to the correction and the direction that the spirit of God is going to give me. Because if we are not careful, we can box God in our own small human brain. And when God is doing something, and when God is moving, and when God is intending to work, we have our own set mind that we miss to even grasp what God is doing. Very sad for the nation of Israel, the children of Israel under the leadership of Moses. God gave Moses instructions on how to build the sanctuary of God, the tabernacle of worship. And here they are in the middle of the wilderness, in the middle of the desert. God said, I am going to be your only source of dependence. If you're going to come against any warfare, I shall give you the victory. You will only overcome as long as I'm in your midst. There is no battle that we can fight and win on our way or on our own without the help of God. This is not by our own might. It's not by our own human power. It's not by our own human ability. But it is by the spirit of the Lord, saith the Lord. What God is able to do, there's no human ability, there's no human talent that can accomplish what the spirit of God is able to accomplish. What God's spirit can do in a second, we cannot do it in our lifetime. And so we want to totally rely and depend on the operation and on the move of the Holy Spirit. And when the Spirit of God moves, I pray that God will give us the ability to be able to comprehend that the Spirit of God is moving. And so God said, I will be with you. I will protect you and cover you from the heat of the desert. There will be a cloud that is going to hover over you. And when that cloud begins to move, it's time for you to move. And when the cloud stops, it's the time for you to stop. And in the night, I'm going to give you a heat. There's going to be a peel of fire. And that peel of fire is symbolic of the Spirit of God. And when the peel of fire begins to move, it's time for you to unpitch your tents and begin to go. 
And so Israel totally depended on the move of God. They totally depended on the direction the Spirit of God was leading them. And in our day today, thank God for the power of the Holy Ghost. We do not rely on our own human ability. We do not rely on our intellectual capacity. But we rely on the power and the demonstration of the Spirit of God. I see the great Apostle Paul as he visits the city of Corinth. He began to preach to them and God began to do great things. But in his preaching, he says to the Corinthians, When I came to you, I did not come with enticing words of man's wisdom. But I came with much trembling under the fear of God and in the demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit. That your faith should not be established in the wisdom of men, but it should be established in the power of God. If there is ever time the church needed to depend on the demonstration of the Holy Spirit, now is the time. This is the day that the church must depend on the demonstration of the Holy Spirit. Oh God, I want to move when your spirit moves. I want to follow the moving of the Spirit of God. I want to follow the direction of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I want to rely on the unction and the power of the Spirit of God. Somebody say hallelujah. So I see the Pharisees. I see the Sadducees. I see the scribes. I see the wise men who should have known where the Messiah was to be born. Who should have known the time that he's going to be born. They had even written about it. But when the Messiah was born, they were oblivious of what had happened. They had their own set of mind. They were expecting him perhaps to be born in the Herodes palace. They were expecting him to be born with such a splendor and such a recognition. But he was born in a manger. And while they were expecting him to be born in a king's palace, he was born in a lowly place. And they just thought that was just an ordinary child. That was just an ordinary person. And they missed it. And God chose to reveal the birth of Jesus Christ to hungry wise men from the east. And they are the ones that saw the star. They are the ones that came to, re to relate the the message to the Jews that there is a king of the Jews that has been born. I do not want Jesus Christ to come in the church and to pass by me, but I want to be able to know when Jesus Christ is around. They missed, they missed the move, the greatest move of the Holy Ghost. They miss to understand the greatest thing that ever happened on planet earth. The greatest thing that ever happened was the birth of that child in a manger. He was God manifesting the flesh. 
He was not a second or a third person in the lineup of gods, but he was the I am that I am. He was the Alpha and Omega. He was the first and the last. He was the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. And the Jews missed it. And even up to this day, they are still praying for the coming of the Messiah. You go to Jerusalem and on the wailing wall of what's supposed to be the remnants of Solomon's temple, they are writing on notes and writing messages and putting them in the caves and they are throwing their money into the drainage asking for the Messiah to come and to save them. But when I read the book of John, the book of John tells me in John chapter 1, he came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. Holy God, how I pray tonight that somebody in this place will understand the moving of the Holy Ghost. Somebody in this place will listen sensitively to the speaking of the message of God. And while God is moving, it's time for you to move. While God is in operation, it's time for you to receive your miracle. It's time for you to receive your answer to your prayers. Holy God, Holy God. Thank you, my God, for what you are able to do. When I go through the pages of the book in the fifth chapter of John, I see something else that is relative to the moving of the spirit of God. The Bible simply says that there was a man who had been sick for a number of years. And a certain man was there which had infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now long time in that case. He said unto him, will thou be made whole? And the important man answered him, said, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while he am coming, another steppeth down before him. Do you see, there was a moving in the water. The spirit of God moved into the water, into the pool. And the first person to dip themselves into the water, they received their miracle that they have been longing for. And here is a man that has been impotent for 38 years. And now the one that is talking to him is the one that his spirit moves into the water. Jesus Christ was God incarnate. Jesus Christ was God manifest in the flesh. Jesus Christ was the mighty God. Jesus Christ was the everlasting Father. Jesus Christ was the Prince of Peace. Jesus Christ was Emmanuel. 
And Emmanuel is speaking to this man and he's asking him, do you want to get well? And the man is making excuses. How many times do we make excuses in the house of God why this and that is not happening? When the spirit of God is moving just for you to say, I receive it. It's not time to give you excuses. It's time for you by faith to say, I receive God will never turn away a person that has faith in their heart. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen without which it is impossible to please God. And when you come to God, you must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek after him. of the spirit of God troubled the waters and this man says I have no one to take me to the water when the water moves you see he was right there where the moving of the spirit of God took place but he needed somebody else to take him into the water but thanks be to God today it was not in the water this day is the one that moves the water that is speaking to him. I'm telling somebody here tonight, don't miss the moving of the spirit of God. Don't miss your opportunity. Don't miss the chance that God provides for you. God is able to do for you exceedingly, abundantly, above all we think or ask, according to the power that worketh in us. God, just help me to understand when you are moving. Help me to have an ear to hear when you are talking. Help me to feel the spirit when the spirit is moving in the house of God. Sometimes we have a set mind. The pastor must preach in a certain way. A certain person at a certain corner must start running around. But God comes in and he tiptoes in a service. And the pastor does not preach the way he preaches always and you are waiting for something spectacular to happen and it doesn't happen and God passes you by if you could only listen to the move of the spirit of God if you could only understand the majesty and the power of God in the house if you could only comprehend that the one is in the house is greater than he that is in the world. God will give you a miracle. Jesus did not go out of his place to explain to the man do you know that it is I who moves the waters? He simply asked the man a question. Do you want to get well? While the man was making excuses, Jesus told the man, gentleman, rise up, take thy bed and go and sin no more. Sin is an enemy that can cause you not to feel and to understand the move of the Holy Ghost. 
by the words of Jesus Christ, it lets me know the problem was not the moving of the water. The problem was the sin in the life of that man. And that's why when Jesus forgave him of his sin, that man now could pick his bed and go home. And Jesus said, sin no more. I want to tell somebody here tonight, the problem is not the preaching in this church. The problem is not the man of God that God is put over you. The problem is the sin in your life. That is the problem. Rise up. Take thy bed and go and sin no more. That is the problem. The sin problem is what makes you angry at certain preaching. The sin problem is what makes you offended at the man of God when he corrects your child. The sin problem is what causes trouble and turmoil in your marriage. But God is saying, it's time to divorce your sin. It's time to pick up your cross and follow Jesus. Feel after the move of the Spirit of God. I have no one to help me when the waters are troubled. But the one that his spirit troubles the water is the one that is talking to you. There are men in the book that were sensitive enough to the moving of the Spirit of God. They didn't have great titles. They were, known, they were not known in the society by any great things that they did. But they were men that were sensitive to the moving of the spirit of God. One of those men the Bible says in the book of Luke in verse number chapter 2 and verse number 25. The Bible says and behold there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon and the same man was just and devout waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Ghost was upon him. Thank God for the overshadowing of the spirit of God upon Simeon. Simeon was waiting for the consolation of the nation of Israel and it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ and it came by the spirit in he came by the spirit into the temple and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said Lord now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word for mine eyes have seen thy salvation which thou hast prepared before all people. A spirit of Simeon waiting for the consolation and he purposed in his heart that he will not see death 
until he is able to handle that child in his hand. And when finally Jesus came into the temple and Simeon had the opportunity and the privilege to carry the boy in his arms, he rejoiced and said, now I have felt the moving of the spirit of God. If I die now, I'm all right. Simeon never preached a sermon. Simeon never raised the dead. Simeon never healed the blind eyes. Simeon never caused the lame to walk. But he understood the moving of the spirit of God. He was sensitive to the flow and to the direction of the spirit of God. He was moved by the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you tonight what we need is the moving of the Holy Holy Ghost in our individual lives. That we can say, while you are touching others, do not pass me by. Just Lord, please don't meander through the pews. Touch me also. Let me feel what somebody else is feeling. When the man of God raises his hands, he's feeling something. Let me also feel it. Let me feel the Holy Ghost. Understanding the moving of the Spirit of God. Can I tell you, don't let the devil tell you you are a nobody. Simeon, in the eye man he could have looked like a nobody but he was a man that was sensitive to the flow and to the moving of the Holy Ghost. God is not interested in the big eyes and the small use. God is interested in our people that are hungry to feel the flow of the spirit. God is interested in our people that are thirsty for the moving of the Holy Ghost. Blessed are they the thirst and hunger after righteousness for they shall be filled they shall be filled there was another small woman in verse 36 and there was one Anna a prophetess the daughter of Fanuel of the tribe of Aser who was of great age and lived with an husband seven years from her virginity and she was a widow of about four score and four years which departed not from the temple but served God with fasting and prayers night and day and she coming in in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and spoke of him to all men that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. And when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee to their own city, Nazareth. Hannah, just an old woman, a widow, she was sensitive to the moving of the Spirit of God. And she stayed there in the temple, fasting and praying day and night. 
waiting for the day of consolation. She saw it and she rejoiced. Somebody in this place that waters are being troubled. The spirit of God is moving. Your miracle is set. But you've got to feel it. You've got to know this is the timing. This is the hour. Maybe you have waited for a long time. Maybe you have come to this altar many, many times. But it seems like there is no answer. But oh, in a service like tonight, on a Tuesday night, if you just listen to the voice of God and feel the direction of the Holy Spirit, your miracle is set right here. The answer to your long time request is right here. You can walk out of this service tonight with a healing in your body. You can leave this service tonight with a change of your wayward child that has walked away from God. You can leave this service tonight with a renewed marriage relationship that's squabbling and misunderstanding. God is able to take care of it tonight. But you've got to listen. This is the time that the Spirit of God is speaking to you. If you would only be sensitive, be sensitive. Like the lady with an issue of blood. How many times had Jesus gone by? But this was a unique day. She was sensitive to what was happening. And that's when she began to push to touch the hem of his garment. I wonder tonight if there is somebody in this building that will be sensitive enough to know that God wants to do something. Say, Lord, it is I. And step at this altar. There's an anointing oil here. The men of God are in this house. You will go home with a new touch, a change. Would you make your way to this altar? Whoever you are, would you make it and come quickly? Ask the pastor to come. Lokomo Shanda Yakia Hanasala. God of glory. If you would only listen to the voice of God, yield to the Holy Ghost. God, God is going to breathe on you a breath of life. If you are not saved, if you are not saved, I challenge you to repent. Ask God to forgive you of your sins. If you are not baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, there is water here. When you repent, you shall be baptized in much water. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
Yes, somebody reach out to God. Somebody reach out. Yes, Lord, I pray for this church. I pray for them. Let the Holy Ghost come on, yield to the Holy Ghost. 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 Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Alamaya Ramakoshataya Lababa. 